So let's look ahead to that big Sydney finals derby on Saturday night in Parramatta, Western Sydney Wanderers. Maybe start the slight favourites against Sydney FC by virtue of that 4-0 win in the last meeting between the two and the fact they finished three points ahead of the Sky Blues on the ladder. However, no player in A-League history is more experienced in these type of games than Alex Wilkinson. On Saturday night, he will play in his 28th finals match, which is more than any other player in the competition's history. Andy joins us now. Evening, Wilco. Evening, fellas. How are you doing? Yeah, very good. good. Thanks for coming on the show. Um, I guess even at the age of 38, there's always something new to experience in football, Alex. And a Sydney derby in the finals is one of those things. How much are you looking forward to this one? Yeah, very much so. It's, um, you know, finals time is always exciting and it's always, you know, the time of year that you always want to be involved in. And it's, you know, it's pretty crazy to think that, you know, both teams who, you know, been in the same competition now for 10, 11 years, that it's the first time that, we've ever met in the postseason. So, um, you know, the, the derbies throughout the regular season, I think especially this year, have had that bit of extra spice to them. But, you know, you expect this one will, will be even bigger, obviously, being such, you know, an important uh, match for both teams. You know, it's obviously an elimination final, so the winner takes all and moves on while, the you know, the loser goes home. So there's a lot at stake, and I guess that, that rivalry is only going to um, increase this weekend, which is great. It is great, mate, and I can't I can't wait to head out there and uh, and see how it all unfolds, mate. It is only Tuesday, so I, I guess any talk and, and motivation that will all start to happen from this point on. But I guess that loss at um, at Allianz, the four nil. How do you go about reversing that result? And, and I guess what was anything said after that match in particular that can be used, you know, to reverse that result and, and get things right for Saturday night? Oh, look, there's obviously learnings you can take out of the game for sure. And, you know, that was done pretty much a day after the game or two days after the game when we did our review. And, look, to be honest, we were we were poor that night, really poor and miles off the pace. And um, Wanderers were good. And, you know, they punished us accordingly. And, um, you know, it was it was a pretty pretty embarrassing night to be, a, you know, a Sydney FC player. And, um, you know, not too much fun at all. But I think... You know, from from then up until now, I think we're you know a completely different team in terms of um, form and how we're how we're travelling. I think the last sort of month or so, we've um, started to put together some consistent results and performances, which is something that we probably haven't been able to do all year. We really struggled with that consistency element, and um, you know, I guess it's the right time to be doing it. You know, we're scoring goals, we're creating a lot of chances, but um, you know, importantly as well, we're you know, starting to keep a few clean sheets as well. So, you know, and that's going to be um, real important come finals time. You know, you've got to be strong defensively if you've got any chance of, um, you know, winning the winning the title. Well, I guess whichever motivational words are used during the week, uh, they won't be bang average, that's for sure. <laughs> um, because I don't, think, I don't think that worked too well last time for you. Um, Brandon Borello was the guy who, who said those words. Now, uh, on a serious note, obviously he's having a terrific season. Uh, is stopping him one of the keys to success on Saturday? And, and how do you do that? Not many teams have been able to do it over the last few months. Yeah, he's having a great year. He's, um, you know, scoring nearly every week at the moment or every second week at, at the minimum. And, yeah, for sure, he's, he's got to be someone you look to, to to try to stop. But at the same time, he's, he's getting a lot of good service as well. He's, um, you know, getting into good positions and he's got that sort of knack of being in the, the right time, the right position at the right time. But a lot of that comes down to, obviously, the players behind him who are 
who are you know either crossing the ball in or, or playing that final pass for him to finish. So you don't want to concentrate too much on one player, and um, you know we won't be doing that. But we've obviously got to stop the supply to him as well. So you know we'll we'll obviously focus on 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 what they do in the in the next couple of days. But you know most importantly, it's sort of you know what we're going to do and and how we're going to approach the game. And um, you know if we do that well, then Obviously, we give ourselves the best chance we can to win. But as the guy, Wilco, partly responsible for, for trying to stop him, I guess, with obviously playing in that defensive line, you and Jack Rodwell. I mean, you've come up against some of the best strikers in the world. How do you approach diff- the different strikers you play against? I mean, is there any insight to, to what changes for you, depending on, you know, if you're coming up, for example, against a, a Simon Hill this weekend compared to a, a Brandon Barella next week, you know, yeah, how do you listen, mate? You don't need any preparation <laughs> to play me. Well, maybe not, but then <laughs> going up against someone like Barella, does it change for you depending on who you're up against? Yeah, I think it does. It's sort of, you know, you get to know the, the strengths of sort of each player you're coming up against, you know, and, you know, someone like Barella is, is, is very good movement wise, you know, he moves a lot and he makes a lot of runs in behind. Uh, he likes to get in between the two centre-backs and make runs, which always means you've got to sort of be watching. And um, It's just about sort of knowing the different strengths of different players. You know, then you come up a guy like, uh, against a guy like Cesar Wada from, from Wellington. It's completely different because he's a big boy. He likes the ball to feet more often than not. He's not going to be making those sort of runs in behind as much. So each sort of striker each week comes up, I guess, with a, you know, with a different problem and a, a different approach that the centre-backs have got to take. And... I guess it's just about sort of identifying, you know, what their strengths are and then trying to be aware of them and, and trying to negate them the best you can. Uh, Alex, you, you've mentioned that things have gone a little bit better for you in recent weeks. Um, you've put together a good run of form. In fact, you haven't actually lost since that uh, big derby defeat against the Wanderers. Uh, I know Broski's asked you about what was said afterwards in the dressing room, but generally, was that seen for the team and for the players as your line in the sand moment? Okay, this has got to change now um, because you seem to have been on a much better run since that match. Yeah, I mean, look, in and around that period, I think as well, we were just really inconsistent. And I think, like I said before, we'd, we'd sort of win one game and then we'd draw a couple, lose a couple. Um, you know, we just really struggled, well, to be fair, all year to get on a run where we'd win two, three, four games in a row. And, you know, that last sort of Wanderers game culminated in, in, I guess, putting us in a really precarious position in terms of, you know, making it into the finals uh, at all. So it was really important that for the, you know, for those games, the preceding games after that, that, you know, we put in some good performances and, and got some good results. And, um, you know, like you mentioned, thankfully, we've um, started to put together a, a good little run, um, you know, and... Uh, I guess it's the right time of the year to be doing it. And I think that sort of also coincides with getting, you know, the just the same 11 on the park or, the, or close to the same 11 on the park, you know, for, for consecutive weeks. We really struggled to do that this year as well. And now we're sorting, sort of trying to get everyone back on the pitch at the same time in consecutive games is, is really helping, which is good. Looking uh, past this season, Wilkes, um, I mean, we're, we're only a year apart in age and I've been retired now four years. Um, is it I mean, four years? Yeah, well, in coming up with this question, I realised wow. it was four years, yes. Uh, look, mate, my, by then, my body, my head were well and truly finished by the time, <laughs> you know, that came around. I mean, how's yours going at the moment, both the head and the body, and will you go around another year? Yeah, I don't know yet, mate. I'm still sort of tossing it up in my head at the moment and... Um, 
sort of put that decision off to the side a little bit in terms of obviously now that we're you know the finals are starting we got some you know a big few weeks hopefully coming up so I've sort of just you know put that to the side a little bit but the body's been good I've obviously had that injury in the first half of the season which is sort of you know the first major injury I've had throughout my career and um you know, it wasn't much fun, obviously, being on the sidelines for, for half or for 12, 12 or so games. But ever since then, it's sort of um, managed to get back and managed to um, play most of the games, which is which has been good. And the body's holding up all right. But, yeah, it's uh, obviously not getting any younger. So, you know, once, uh, you know, we get this season out of the way and I'll um, sit down and have a, have a chat to the club. The club have been really good in terms of just leaving the decision up to me. So... Um, you know, I'll, I'll work that out once the season's done. Very good straight bat there, Wilco, who's obviously a good <laughs> yeah. cricketer back in the day as well. Um, you are uh, in your 21st season as a pro. I checked those numbers before we came on air. And I do remember I'd actually been in a bar in Sydney with Ian Ferguson and Julian Watts and you and Adam Kwasnick were the, <laughs> were the young pros. You were going up to the bar to get the drinks for the seniors. Mate. Did you remember that? That was years Julian ago. Julian Watts, eh? What yeah. a blast from the past. Yeah. yeah. And Fergie as well, who was holding court, of course. Um, all of which is a roundabout way of asking you this question. Uh, does the hunger increase the older you get? I mean, you, you've said that you're not sure whether you're going to go on next season. You might, you might not. But obviously, the older you get, you know, you start to run out of more chances to win, uh, you know, another trophy. So, does that put it more into focus for you as the finals come around this season? Yeah, you, you hit the nail on the head big time. It's sort of, you know, the older the, you get and the you know, the closer you get to obviously giving the game away or retiring, I think the the more you, you know, really look back and. I guess cherish the good times, the trophies you've won, and you you just want to have more of it. And I think, you know, as youngsters coming through, I mean, we had the situation a few years ago, and, and obviously Broski was there for for a large part of that, where you know we were really successful over consecutive seasons and managed to win a lot of trophies and and play in a lot of big games. And you know, you had young boys coming through at that time who had only ever experienced seasons where they'd be winning trophies, and it's sort of like it's that's not normal. It's not normally like that and um you know careers are usually full of up and downs and if you're lucky you get one or two trophies you know some guys don't even get one throughout their whole whole career so i think the older you get and the closer you get to finishing up you just want to want to experience that as much as you can and you sort of cherish those moments more so than than when you're young and you've got a, a long career ahead of you now, Wilkes, like I said before, mate, I'll be there on Saturday looking forward to this uh, derby. But um, the Cove have come out with a statement saying that um, that they won't be. Um, you know, they, they're, they're saying there were broken promises regarding support or representation. And, um, you know, even though the APL are saying they're close to implementing these measures, the Cove have had enough and, and have said they won't be there. Do you have a view as to whether they should be putting this aside and, and coming to support or, or their right to, to be doing what they're doing? Yeah, look, I think as players and I guess as a club, we're you know we're we're disappointed they're not going to be there. You know, we um, you know this is the biggest game of our season, and um, you know it's going to be obviously a pretty hostile atmosphere out there, and it's going to make it a, I guess a little bit harder for us. You know, not having them there, they've been unbelievable all season. We've we've had the you know the biggest average crowd out of all the teams this year, and. A lot of that's been down to their support and and the the great atmosphere that they sort of created our games and um, yeah it's going to be be disappointing not to have them there but you know I heard today that 
a lot of our members um, have have bought tickets in in the in the 24 hour period that the the members tickets were released and um, they're you know going to have we're going to have supporters there um, in in a lot of numbers I'm hearing but um, obviously it'd be really good to have have the cove there as well. Well, Wilco, we wish you all the very best uh, this weekend. Should be a fantastic occasion, whatever the outcome. Uh, and uh, for the rest of the season, whatever remains of it. And thanks for talking to us tonight on the Global Game. Cheers, Wilkes. Pleasure, boys. Anytime. Thanks. That's uh, Alex Wilkinson of Sydney FC. And a reminder, of course, you'll be able to hear the Sydney Derby on Saturday night on 1170 SEN and the SEN app with a massive pregame show or from 6 o'clock before kickoff at 745